The following program is hosted by immature, irreverent, obnoxious, and often disgusting young men. Listener discretion is advised. This time on Nude Clan. Yes, Diablo with Titch. to another episode of Nude Clan, the video game podcast you all want in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, in your ears. Sorry. I mm. fucked that up. Uh, I am Joe. <laughs> I am Caleb. I am also Caleb. And Cameron has been fired. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's kicked off the yep, show. He's done. Yep. He's gone. Um, no, he's just <laughs> off somewhere. Not being here with his important he's, listeners. He's in the land of potatoes. Yeah. Do with that Sounds information. Sounds like an awesome land. As you will. <laughs> well, of course. It's, it's Idaho, man. Oh, okay. Well, it's not that great then. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's <laughs> up there. Potatoes <laughs> is really their only claim to fame. Yeah. That's a pretty <laughs> shitty claim to fame. I mean, Ireland could seize the same thing. <laughs> I, I Okay. You know what? I take that. I like Idaho. I think it's a very pretty state. But, you know, just there's just a gas station every 200 miles is the yeah. real problem with and driving. Just about it. everyone <laughs> does drugs there. I swear to God, like a bunch of the family members that I have, they they have had problems with that. And it's probably because you know what? You know what there is to do there? Potatoes. Yeah, potatoes. You can do potatoes. <laughs> just, That's just it. Put a hole in the potato. And- yeah. You know, you, you go outside and you it's dig a, a tiny it's hole. Be a baked potato. You, <clears throat> you stick a potato in the hole. Who says that? And you farm it. That's what you do there. So it's really boring. But people uh, say the same thing about this state. Well, they're fucking wrong. They've never <laughs> stepped foot outside in this state. And they can fuck off. You know how many national parks we have? That's right. You don't. You know who also doesn't know? Me. What the fuck are you saying? Choking here. <laughs> There's a ton. It's like five park. <laughs> yeah, we do have a lot of national parks, uh, but Idaho does have Yellowstone, at least a little Ooh, section of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yellowstone really belongs to Wyoming, though. Yeah, I guess, you know, that is OK. As far as like the state contests are concerned, like, I'm sorry, Nebraska and the Dakotas, uh, they're they're down. They are, yeah. they are in last place. <laughs> they, they're all fighting for last place as well. And I think the only thing that like brings Wyoming up above them is Yellowstone. Yeah, Yellowstone's awesome. So yeah. Oh, and yeah, Nebraska. Jesus Christ, that that state going through that state. <laughs> Yep, boring. Oh boy, stupid Midwest. The flat, yeah, it's the flat states, dude. Yeah, they're yeah. lame. Yeah, I'm sorry, listeners who are in the flat states. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> when your highest peak is like less than a thousand feet, you're boring. <laughs> just gonna say that you're just boring. Like the one in Florida is is like hundreds of feet high or some shit. I can't remember. Exactly. Yeah, but Florida has a lot of things to do yeah. for tourists, and it's got. Very the, pretty beaches. The Everglades, the beaches. Um, it's legit. You got St. Augustine's old gorgeous people, old town. Old people everywhere. That's yeah. a plus, right? 
Fucking Florida's great <laughs> in many ways, and also yeah. other ways not so great. I wouldn't live there again ever. No. But my my half of my family's from there. So no, the humidity, dude. I hate it. <laughs> it's so god awful. Anyway, today we're going to be doing our review of Diablo three, a game that Joe and I beat about three weeks ago, and <laughs> have ready. been waiting for this day to come. Yes. Before we get into that, though, we do have a couple questions. Oh, we do have a couple questions. But before but that, what even. has everybody been playing? <laughs> yes. Um, I've been playing Banner Saga, um, Silent Hill. Uh, why are you playing Silent? Oh, yeah, that's why. Silent Hill was the, uh, the pick. Yeah. yeah how's that treating you? Yeah, I fucking hate it, dude. Oh, don't, don't give away your review. I've only played it for like an hour. It's yeah. not the whole review. I just fucking dislike the walking backward mechanic. Like fucking crazy. Is that the only like, mechanic? Who the fuck? Yes, it might as well be because it's the only You're thing. Just that walking through the house. So that's yeah. pretty awesome. <laughs> I would love that. I'm stoked. I'm excited to play a game. Well, I never mind. I was You're excited to play a game. I was going to say I'm excited to play a game that you. I'm excited to play a game too. I was going to say I'm excited to play a game that I know you can't play, but then I like started thinking about the list of those, and they just got too much, so I overloaded. Fuck you. <laughs> it was like <laughs> within my mind. I think my list might be worse because Caleb. <laughs> Caleb can play what I can't. Yeah. So Caleb can play the fucking platformers. I can. And I just cannot. Platformers are just, they're, they're, <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. They're your bane. They're the bane of my existence, yeah. man. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't grow up playing video games. Like I played some video games when I was a little kid and then I brought back video games when I was 15. And I, I mean, besides playing Halo at my friend's house, like, Th- that wasn't really a, a thing. So like I never I never got the muscle memory. I never built up that reaction time with certain platformers or like I, I never got any of that with that specific type of game. So I just can't. Yeah, mm. I just cannot fucking do it. Um, so, you know, apparently Caleb has problems with certain strategic sort of games. Like, is that what you know? Not strategic. It's just fucking I would Ridiculous. say I would say shooters. I would say <laughs> driving games. I driving say, games I do have problems with. <laughs> yeah, I would say RPGs. Real driving, he has problems with. <laughs> <laughs> and shooters, you've gotten better at. I'll give you that. But I don't know. It just seems when I'm watching Caleb, dude, it looks like it's going to be tough. Fucking bullshit. And then it's not always tough. So I don't know. It's because I'm a sheaf magnet. That is what I am. Every bad possible thing in a game that could fucking happen happens to me. Sheaf magnet. All right. So when Caleb was in high school, he (laughs) was always getting in trouble for swearing. And of course, I was friends with him in junior high and middle school. And being the excellent role model that I am, I swore constantly. So Caleb like really started to pick up on it and his mom would get pissed at him. I mean, there would be times even post high school when I'm just hanging out with him and I'll be down there like going, right? I'll be like, fuck man, like this God, this fucking part. And then Caleb will be like, ah, shit. And then I'd hear upstairs, (laughs) Caleb. (laughs) And he would just like, you just get super mad at it. And like, I was fine. I was immune. There's like diplomatic immunity for me while I was there. But Craig, not so much. So we came up with this word sheaf which is supposed to be shit 
<laughs> and that's that's what he uses on occasion. In place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Chief is. All the bad things that can happen to someone in a game. Like, if someone's going to die, if someone's going to get ripped off, killed, yeah. it's usually him. Yeah, now, it is. I don't know if it's a necessary. prime example would be fucking uh, uh, Black Ops. When we played that, there was a guy that fucking killed me seven times in a row oh, at my you. spawn Dude, all it, over the map. It was, it was more than that. It was like... 13 times so you died like 14 times in a row that round and i went back and watched the video and all but one of them in that spree was him he literally killed caleb took like 10 <laughs> steps caleb spawns the guy kills him again and the whole time caleb's getting more and more mad and his voice is reaching this pitch that i can i could barely hear it's like a dog whistle he's just so high pitched <laughs> with this squeal of anger and i everyone's we're all trying to play this game and we can't like everyone's just busting out laughing we're doing horrible because we're just overwhelmed by this joy that we're hearing from caleb's uh caleb's end oh, yeah joy it's, it's i was it. watching it too i was watching the kills and it was always this guy like he was just killing you over and fucking over again and you couldn't stop it nope so i, right I guess on the spawn the, that in that instance the sheaf was real and it was there was no rhyme or reason why it was you but it was and you couldn't kill the guy the guy was just better so it wasn't gonna happen well it was right on the spawn <laughs> and like a couple of them were those predator missiles just like gunning for me yeah like so. you'd start a you throw up a little buff that you get when you get a certain amount of kills and it's a missile from above and it would start out and he wouldn't see anybody and Caleb would spawn and he just like goes right for Caleb oh even if there were like a group of other people it would head <laughs> towards me every fucking time <laughs> yeah. oh man so that's that's a little backstory on the the sheaf right. well here's the thing that kind of like confuses me about that because i was i was raised in a pretty strict mormon household we weren't allowed to swear and i realized that swearing is not like there's no anti-swear rule in the bible which has always confused me like why why don't people just curse like i don't know it's not i understand if you don't want to say god in in some context because you know it's taking the lord's name in vain or whatever but just cursing like i feel it's more a like real a, problem with it i feel like it's more a societal thing than a religious thing no, i understand it's a societal thing but i think like i when i am in a room of atheists the room is filled with the word fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and so like there must be something, man. There there it, must be something. Yeah. And what confuses me about your like Caleb cursing in your home or you cursing in your own home with your mom being able to hear you. What confuses me is like I think I've sworn in front of my parents three times ever in my life. I it's not because I'm scared that they're going to do anything besides, you know, just <laughs> reprimand me or whatever. But I, there, there's there's this thing called code switching, which is, you know, changing your language based upon the situation that you're in. Yeah. Um and there's been a lot of political shit about this and that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like were you unable to just not swear when your parents were upstairs? Uh I cuz I I but- pretty much have a block off I, I don't swear around my parents. Like, I'm here. And I say fuck every other word. I go home, 
nothing yeah it's it's harder for me when i'm playing a game specifically like call of duty or league of legends those two games are the only ones that can really piss me off in that way I don't even worry about other than that. Like I, other than that, I control it. Yeah. Like I've never sworn around Alex's parents. Like in the many times I've gone over there, I have that too, where I just have, this is me. And then this is me not around (laughs) people that I, me around people. I can't be me, me around. So keep the same flair, but change the language around a little bit so that they don't hate me for something as silly as that. You know, I don't even do it consciously. I just don't swear when I'm up there. Yeah, I I did. There was one time I tried to not swear on my grandparents, and and I think it's because I'm around my I, I was around people that I do swear around because my cousin was there and my aunt Angie was there, but I had this cupcake in my hand, right? And I I was like walking to the table and somebody bumped into me and I dropped the cupcake and it landed like like fucking frosting down and I was like oh, oh. fuck. <laughs> And like the middle of this huge family gathering, I'm like the only one. And I'm like, I mean, only I didn't say fudge. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and then I was like, uh, I mean, uh, crap. <laughs> so it was really funny to those who were cool with me swearing, but no one else said anything. There's <laughs> just dead silence. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> so it does happen. But I, I do it, feel like, oh, I mean, I feel like a lot of it is the people you're around. Like with when you're around us, it's no big deal. But when it's just your parents, it's like, well, it would just never come up subconsciously. I was just wondering if Caleb walk. was just it, like couldn't code switch. It's it's hard for me because my dad would swear, but then my mom was like really against it. So it's like if that like the code switching thing wouldn't work for me because yeah. it's like a mixed area. Are you sure it's not just because like? the code switching barriers you really it's just like this soup bowl within your brain like there's there's no wall because joe has the wall but for you you. it's like a pool and like occasionally something will float up to the top i need to build a great wall (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i do i guess a bigger wall than what's there yeah no, it's just like changing your language based on like if you're in a professional situation. Or I, I do with. do that, but... Oh, man, I swear at work a lot, though. I curse at school a lot. Man. I swear so much at work. I'm always uh, yeah. dropping the F-bomb. I'm like, fuck this guy. I, I swear at work around my boss because he's cool with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he made a masturbation joke the other day, and I was like, all right. Guess, uh, <laughs> I guess range. sexual yeah, stuff fine. is now on the table. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! <Was> your boss, <laughs> sexual stuff's on the counter. Get a ra- get a raise out it's, of it, it's man. There, man. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. Funny. Use it to get a raise. I will use that sexual stuff with your boss to get a raise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do it. No harm, no foul. Oh, exactly. Uh, okay, so um, what have you been playing? Twice. Well, <laughs> I think it's been exclusively Final Fantasy Eleven this week. I didn't play uh, Silent Hill. I downloaded it last Sunday, but I was really, really hungover, and I was not going to play a new game. I want to stream it this time. I want to actually stream something in the next Have you week. played Silent Hill before? No, I haven't. I never oh. have. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah, so it'll be a new experience for me. It's not like something where I'm coming in. It's, uh, the game. it's a new experience for me too. And I've held, I've <laughs> held my own with tank controls in Resi One and Two <sighs> and Three for what I could handle. Dude, the the battles they're not bad. It's just, just the fucking controls. Getting used to them is a pain in the ass. Yeah, but anyway, what I want to get into, uh, I, I no, are we going to do any sort of getting fat at the end? 
We normally don't, do we? Um, no, not really. Okay, so the reason why I was super hungover is because <laughs> I did the the same thing. I, I went in to Walking Dead the only way I knew how, and that is with a drink. Plastered? Yes. <laughs> okay. So initially, the rules apparently were to sip. Uh, shots and I wasn't really sipping in the beginning I was just taking shots and then I looked and I was like oh it's a sip but you know what the problem with sipping vodka is I can yeah I can sip <laughs> a, an ounce or a, a tenth of an ounce of vodka and it will taste the same as just downing the entire fucking bottle it's disgusting it is the foulest thing but it's low carb it is no carb yeah super low carb so I'm sitting there watching Walking Dead getting just absolutely shit faced and I you know what the sad part is I still remember every bit of what is important with the show and I uh, yeah that night was not good for me I was like I was puking all up every bit of it and the problem I had was I was still really really drunk and I'm sitting there throwing up and it's just this black stuff coming out of me. And it's black. It's just I have like, black bile. <laughs> yeah, no, I it was it was black bile by the end. I, I, after everything was gone, I was just it was just this fucking black flex coming out of me. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm dying here. I'm like laying on my bathroom floor, <laughs> heaving up this chunk of my body, these chunks of liver or whatever it was. And it wasn't until the next morning that I realized that it was the ultimate amount of pepper that joe put in my <laughs> eggs earlier that day uh, it was dude Your it eggs, was, i didn't see egg i only saw pepper okay my body must not have processed the pepper at all because it was just pepper it was just fucking pepper like that's all that was what i was throwing up was pepper no beer no fucking vodka pepper it was freaky man i thought i was dying in there <laughs> and uh, thankfully I didn't of course but that is why I only played Final Fantasy 11 this week because I, I almost died <laughs> by pepper what that have to do with getting fat I was going to use it as like a, I don't know I don't know that's kind of the, the one off thing that we go off about uh, okay uh, for fat but yeah so Final Fantasy 11 are you done drinking is that the thing I'm done drinking for now I still want to brew some beer though yeah and yeah. like I'm going to drink the beer but I we should do that. I don't want to drink the beer at the same time because last time. But oh. uh, we need to go up there that brew, oh, brew place. And then we'll, we'll actually this time. I think we should grab ingredients and make our own. Don't do a kit. We just do something new. Oh, I'm scared of that. <laughs> well, as long as we uh, as long as we don't mess up on the measurements for the liquid, we should be okay. <laughs> that was bad, though. Oh, my God. Oh, we need a better way to cool that shit, too. Yeah. I remember that was kind of a just awful. Yeah, it was a pain in the ass. There's some things we can look into. Yeah, we might have to get that little thing that you pop in. Yeah, the... Yeah, the wire thing, the copper. Yeah. Cooler. Yeah. That would be cool. I think it'd be sweet to have like a nude clan brew, and that's why I want to kind of toy around with making our own. <laughs> brew clan. Yeah, the, <laughs> the brew clan. <laughs> I don't New think show. we can ship that. We can't ship alcohol in Utah, unfortunately. No, we can't. But no, we you'll can, have to come get it. Yeah. <laughs> for the like His three, address is. For the three listeners we have in Utah, you're, will, you're always uh, welcome to come grab some. <laughs> At a mutual meeting location, <laughs> not here. <laughs> Designated via dead drop. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, okay. Mice of the trunk. Um, I think I'm in the same situation as usual. It's the only thing I played this week was FF11 for a little bit. I've been really involved with making this movie. 
And so uh, I've been pretty much thinking about and working on this movie that we're making the, just just for the last three or four weeks. I've just solidly been thinking about and working on that shit. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm glad I, w- I wasn't doing a Diablo 3 at the same time. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Yeah. Say out of the way, I really I, I enjoyed it. Spoiler alert. But... um you know, I'm glad I didn't have to do that at the same time now. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to beat Diablo right now. Um, which reminds me, we will be doing nominations for our next game, I think, today. I'll let you know by the end of the episode. Um, but yeah, the only thing I played this week was FF11. And not not even Super Mario Bros. 3 on the train. I was wow. working on shit. So. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you were playing anything on nope. your 3DS. Nope, not this week. So... Uh, but because we beat Diablo three early, uh, we do have a review after we answer a question. It's true. But first, did anybody beat a game oh, this fuck. week? I'm all, I'm all sort of. No. Judging by the boar hog. I did. I beat a game. All right. What'd you beat? I beat Banner Saga. All right. So two Banner Saga. Banner Saga game. Yep. Two, yeah. Wait, how long is the game? It was like 10 hours. Okay, so yeah, two-hour Banner Saga game. All right. <laughs> no, it wasn't two hours, Joe. It was ten hours. You just said two out. Okay. I said ten hours. It, no, this is what you just said to me. You said it wasn't two hours, Joe. It was two hours. That is not what I said. Say it again. What did you, you say? You need to check your fucking what ears, What did you man. say? Say it again. Ten hours. Two hours, exactly. Ten. One. Zero. It was only one hour? Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> well, one <laughs> plus zero <laughs> is one. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. So the hog still. Okay. Caleb reigns is hog supreme. Yes. Uh, turns me on a little bit when you say that. It does remind me, uh, by the way, guys, it's time for to get your hog points in this week. It oh, is. Yes. Because next um, week is the new month. So before Saturday of next week. So get these in by Friday night. Um you guys need to give us your your updates on your hog points and do that by going to nudeclan.net and um, clicking on ye old um, hog status. Is yeah. this labeled ye old hog please, status? Please, please get that in. We want to know what you guys are sitting at, and it would be a, it would be a shame if you've been consuming media and we're going to use your last month numbers. That's <laughs> just a damn shame. So right now, Caleb Craig is leading the hog at twenty four games. I am behind at. 21 and then we go way down with joe at 13 and then cameron bringing up the rear at nine <laughs> and oh man and missing half the fucking nude clan episodes as yeah. well yeah maybe yeah. there's a correlation there yeah, i Who think can that, say i think there might be who can say um all right uh we got a question we do it's titled zelda podcast from back i don't think there's that 2j I was curious to hear a little more about Joe and Caleb's attempted Zelda podcast. It sounded like this was your first choice before deciding on Ultima Final Fantasy. Why the Switch? Did you guys have a name for the podcast? What's your history with the Zelda franchise? And finally, when will you be playing a Zelda game for Nude Clan? All right. No, it was not our first choice before Ultima Final Fantasy. Not even close. I would have never done Zelda before Ultima Final Fantasy. Yeah, I remember it being like the second thing you wanted to do like a few months into doing Ultima. It was like 
nine when you had the it idea. was it was yeah, way a few in. a yeah. few months in few yeah months. um okay so i don't know if you know this bet man because a lot of people skipped <laughs> the episode but there was a minisode on ultima final fantasy which was technically the pilot of this show yeah uh which is called minisode the naked truth about gaming and it was a two-hour minisode i just wanted to call it minisode so that it differentiated you know, from an actual episode, a maxi sode from a, yeah. a maxi sode. <laughs> sounds like a maxi pad, <laughs> and, uh, a maxi sode from a mini sode. Um, but here's the thing: um, we we knew we wanted to do a full gaming show at some point. Yeah, and I felt that I didn't want to build up, which we ended up doing anyway. Um, you know, Ultima was doing pretty well back then, as far as downloads were concerned. And I didn't want to have to build up a brand new base of people, which is what it would take because we, you know, we knew a certain amount of people would follow us on to nude clan right. from Ultima. We thought the number was going to be bigger than it actually turned out to be. But either way, like that's what we wanted to happen. So it was like, let's wait till Ultima gets bigger and let's wait till Ultima gets in the top 200, which is what we did wait for. And then we can do nude clan. Right. And then it became, okay, how can we pull together more people for this new show, this nude clan? And we started spitballing ideas and we eventually decided, Oh, what about legend of Zelda? It's a long running franchise. Got a pretty good fan base. What kind of podcasts are out there? The answer, not very many mm. and not very good. Well, there's some podcasts that are called Zelda podcasts and really they're talking about all video games. Yeah. Um, those guys are what we call assholes. <laughs> They're in the top 200 as well. Exactly. With pricks. Um, and um, no, that wasn't our first. That wasn't. I don't think that was the order of things, actually. Um, although that what is what it became. We well, actually, we talked about Metal Gear Solid. We and did. We, we talked about doing other podcasts. And this was when Ultima was the only podcast. Yeah. And maybe Super Sexy. I can't remember. But um, I had Caleb and Dylan try their hand oh, oh yeah. my god at, that's right at making yeah, that i wrong. scrubbed that from my uh from my inventory yeah, you, you should you should yeah uh, yeah so, that was bad so i said guys you guys should do a zelda podcast yeah it was to grow our network using them because these guys had played zelda for years and yeah, joe and i not dylan so much. and dylan and caleb that's yeah. right and i was like yeah. i don't want to do two games at the same time cut to nude client and then um <laughs> so yeah, it was like five. okay i think you guys would i think you guys really will enjoy doing a podcast and you guys should do the podcast together and then I, I got him over somehow. I can't remember the steps that led up to this. Um, I got him over and then I pressed record and went away for half an hour. It was and, not great. And that, I, that's, that's the end of the story. In, I got a fucking phone call. said, we're done. I'm like, what? It's only been like, tw- like 15 minutes. They gave me a 12 minute episode for their pilot where they just kind of like talked about the first Zelda which Caleb had not finished uh, playing. No, I had finished. And so there it were like, just, it just been like years since I had played. Yeah. It. Well, either way they were like talking about it like a distant memory. And because they're both like these super introverts and it takes an <laughs> extrovert to get the introvert out, I guess that way it was the world's most boring conversation. It, it was pretty bad. Yeah. And for weeks, like I listened to about five minutes of it. I couldn't handle anymore. And for weeks still, uh, Dylan was like, Hey, how'd that episode turn out? And I just like, couldn't, I just couldn't tell him. Wait, did you ever tell him? 
I don't remember if I told him that. Hey, it was Dylan. Fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Sorry. Um, but um, yeah, it's no fault of their own. They never tried to do a podcast. They didn't necessarily. They weren't the ones who were like, let's do a Zelda podcast. It, yeah, was, it was you. It was me. So, you know, it's my fault, basically. Um, but anyway, it didn't work out that well. Now, cut to. What, what the fuck? A few months later. It was like a year later. No, I'm thinking when we started having the idea of like, okay, we got into the top 200 in Ultima. I think we're going to do our first episode in January. So we'll do it at the very first of the year for nude clan. Right. Well, we started recording them early though. We did. So initially, well, what happened in between that is then we decided, okay, Joe and I were podcast veterans. We know what we're doing. Let's grab Dylan and then us three play through legend of Zelda and we'll do the show. Right. I'm talking about planning up to that. Well, that so was shortly, we're, in the, we're in the same place. That was shortly after. Yeah. Um, so we decided, Hey, we want to do a full network and what we'll do is we'll have these mini shows that will all funnel into nude clan being the they mega end show. and they will end. And yeah. So we were like, uh-huh. okay, let's do a Zelda one. Let's do a metal gear solid one. Oh, Jesus. Yes. And we'll have Ultima final fantasy feed in as well. So it'd be basically like if they like us, if they like listening to these different shows, they will then go on to nude clan, which would be the big umbrella. Show. Right. And we'll be pulling from all these different markets from Zelda, from final fantasy, from metal gear solid. So it's a good idea. Yeah, I think it's a good idea as well. Well, you know, and it worked to some extent. Anyway, um, we did, me and Caleb did try to beat that first Zelda game. Yeah. And we decided that we were going to do an episode every, was it, I think there was nine temples in Zelda, and so it was going to be every three temples. Yeah. We were going to do an episode there every other week. So we had every other week to try to beat it. We recorded the first episode of the Zelda podcast. Yep. And we were fucking rearing to go. And you know what happened? We couldn't do it. The game was just too hard for yeah. me and Caleb. I was playing it on the <laughs> we Wii. Were, the controls were awful. No save states. I could not complete the game. I played it on the Wii as well. And I didn't feel like I, I didn't feel justified and going, well, I'm just going to restart it on an emulator so I can get save states so I can beat this fucking thing. Yeah, which is totally what I would do now um, or just play it on my DS uh, with the save states because yeah, you know, save beautiful. States. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's like, well, if you're going to give yourself a time limit to beat a near impossible game for you or really for me, it wasn't near impossible for Dylan, but Dylan had save states. I wouldn't like to add um, then it then it made you know, it made doing the second episode almost impossible. And so what kept on happening was like, dude, I'm stuck on Temple five. I cannot fucking beat Temple five. There's just, there's these two rooms that I go into one and even if I get past that one, I won't beat the second room Yeah, with these motherfucking guys that just destroy. Um, and so I, I, I just couldn't do it and it eventually just like kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed and then eventually it was like, well, let's just do nude clan um, starting in December and um, we'll put the episodes out and we won't tell anybody uh, about it until eight, four episodes in. Yep. And then we'll drop the show um onto onto the iTunes for for great fanfare. That's right. <laughs> Huge audience, right? Um 
so we never got the build up for doing the Zelda podcast. It just kept getting delayed, and eventually it was like, oh, okay, it's never going to happen. Yeah. And uh, it's simply because we couldn't fucking play the game. But I mean, the idea of the Zelda podcast is manifesting itself within Nude Clan. I mean, we have these series that we're interested in going through, you and I with Diablo, sure. you and Cameron and me with Fable. These, there are series that we are interested in playing, and it's kind of easier to do it in this format because we don't have to have a separate show, separate feed, separate whatever to have a Metal Gear Solid podcast. Why not just play all the Metal Gear Solids and review them? After, you know, a couple years. Yeah, yeah, we can still do that. (laughs) We can still have that if we wish. And you said series on Fable. We've only reviewed Fable. It's true. What we're working on, too. We want to I want to get two out there. I want to play Fable, too. So the idea was to do a bunch of mini shows that would feed into one mega show. Yeah, mini shows that had an expiration date because that's something that we kind of want to play around with, a show that ends because yeah, ours don't end. Be nice. Never. Um, so that's what happened with the Zelda podcast. It was never the first thing. It was never the thing that I really wanted to do. Oh, yeah. It was Final Fantasy. The only, ge- the only Zelda game I've played extensively, but even then I never beat it, was Wind Waker, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and I've played some of Ocarina of Time. And I, of course, I've played up to Temple 5 of the first game, which is about half of it, if you're not including going to the reverse world or whatever. Should we include that um, for beating it? I don't know. I don't honestly know. But um, I think it's just like a hard mode version. I don't think it's actually like extra story or anything like that. So. Well, there's not really. A yeah, I think it's just extra. I would count that. I would just count the first nine as beating it, uh, um, which is what we were going to do on the show. Anyway. Yeah, we it is. And Dylan didn't back. say anything against that. So, uh, And certainly I would love to do the first Zelda again since I have the DS and the save states and it's a possible game to play. Like, look, if it were the mid 1990s or, or the, like the eighties, <laughs> uh, and I didn't have 20 million different distractions that are far better than, um, trying to do the dungeon over and over and over and over again from walking where you had to save from. Yeah. Uh, and Zelda, then you know what? It would be a different story, but as it is now, like save states are the only way to go with playing that game. That game is, it is difficult. I don't, I don't think anybody <laughs> would disagree either that, that, no, it, that it is pretty difficult. Zelda is a difficult game, um, especially to play in the old way of playing the game. Yeah. Yeah. And then as far as like, you know, the us playing a game of Zelda, we've nominated it before. Like, didn't you nominate the uh, Ocarina of Time as one of your games? Before? I've, nominated, or me? I've nominated Ocarina of Time okay. and I've also nominated the first Zelda. So it's so been crazy. nominated. <laughs> you guys yeah. just didn't pick it. Well, yeah, I and I don't know. I, I, I kind of like the nude clan format. I, I think it's more well, enjoyable. two games at a time is my max. Yeah, that's what I found. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully we can start really getting some Metal Gear Solid up and up in here. I would play through those again. I've, we've nominated it Metal Gear Solid. And it was shot down once we used to have. I, I remember like toying with a rule of like you can't nominate a game for so many months that you, that's already been shot down. I don't know if we should continue that, but I don't feel like, oh, I'm going to nominate Metal Gear Solid every time until I get it. Like, I don't think that's the right way of going about it. Well, I, I think that's a direct attack. But there are four Yeah, because he wants to do that with fucking, oh, what was that? Siphon filter? Siphon yeah, filter. siphon filter. <laughs> it was coming. You know what? I bet you if I would have had siphon filter and not pitched the Halloween idea this time, I think siphon filter would have come through. I don't know about it that. It was getting close. It was getting close, man. 
Anyway, so if you're wondering why Dylan is also not on this show, he was burned by the Zelda thing, and then, uh, and I do believe this is incorrect. He 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 thought he didn't realize when we were recording Nude Clan, uh, but we had planned it like three months out. I just didn't have to do a reminder text every two weeks saying, "Hey, remember, guys, we're starting Nude Clan." In yeah, December. Like that wasn't a. I didn't do that, and I think he got pissed. And there may be a resurgence of the dylan on the show at some point so we'll see yeah i don't mind having him on um but you know that's why he's not a host right now yeah so yeah uh, he put a lot of that information down and then he took off the the post off of his blog yeah i wish he wouldn't have but anyway some good stuff so that's that's our angle on the story yeah it was always final (laughs) fantasy just remember that it was never going to be zelda instead of final fantasy not in a million fucking years (laughs) You hear? <laughs> you hear? I am interested in one day beating a Zelda. Yeah, that would be nice. I would love to. <laughs> I would enjoy playing the series even. I don't They're mind. fun. They're fun. Yeah. Um, They're not RPGs though, so yeah. keep your pants on. Speaking of RPGs. <laughs> Diablo 3. Diablo 3. Let's get to it. It has been said. Development for Diablo 3 began in 2001, ju- uh, just after the release of Diablo 2, believe it or not. Holy crap. Uh, oh, and, for, and for fans of the series, would remain basically as a rumor for the next seven years. Uh, in 2003, four of the founders of Blizzard North, uh, the original creators of Diablo, would up and leave. Uh, Bill Roper, Max Schaefer, Eric Schaefer, and David Brevik. Um from this group, by the way, uh, would form the ill-fated Flagship Studios, uh, which put out a couple games, but then kind of went under. And then Runic Games, 
which is the company behind Torchlight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so you know, they've gone on to do successful things, but nothing to the height of Diablo yet. Well, of course. Uh, with key staff members leaving, uh, a dude named Rick Seiss would become, sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, Rick, uh, would become the new head of Blizzard North. Uh, but then even more staff left uh, to work on Torchlight with the other guys that had left before. Like, even more key staff members left the next year. Yeah, I mean, it kind of seemed like they were just, they felt like Diablo had its run and Diablo 3 was like a little much. And I, don't, like, you know, I don't know hey. the reason why. I feel like maybe they were going through development hell since, you know, this is this is three years in. I wonder if they were just like giving up on the project and they're like, well, these guys are, you know, our old bosses are working on this torchlight game and yeah. let's go work on it with, I, I feel like I did read up something about, um, one of the guys for torchlight and he did kind of say that he felt like Diablo was something great and he li- loved it where it was at and he didn't necessarily want to keep going with it, which happens with big projects. I mean, yeah, you get burned out. Yeah. So left with their dick in their hands, the only serious Diablo three development that happened was like, they had some live recordings of the soundtrack by the Slavic uh, Radio Philharmonic Orchestra. <laughs> um, so they did like a good chunk of the soundtrack. And I'm not sure, like I couldn't find out if they had just recorded the soundtrack back then and kept the soundtrack that they recorded um, or if um, this was just like the biggest thing that happened during this terrible phase of production. It was like the only thing they got was like they did some soundtrack stuff. Uh but, you just uh, wanted to use the word philharmonic, didn't you? Yeah, because uh, <laughs> someone I know can't pronounce the word philharmonic, or when he reads philharmonic, <laughs> can't can't quite figure out what the word is. Yeah. Philharmonic. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said philharmonic. I silenced the H. No. I think yeah. people can look back at the episodes and uh, find out for themselves. All right, old timer. Uh, and then, okay, so Blizzard... Closed Blizzard North uh, because of all this, all these issues. Uh, they offered some employees a chance to transfer to Blizzard Irvine, while others got a severance package, um, which is uh, which is unfortunate. I think it would be kind of rough that you've been working on this game for four fucking years, and it's like, hey guys, we're closing this down. Yeah, it would suck. Yeah. Uh, even in late 2005, by the way, the Rick Size guy, he even left the company to go work on um, the other shit that on Torchlight. the other creators were making. Um, so by 2006, almost all previous work for Diablo 3 was tossed, and even the book writer, uh, or one of the Diablo book writers, Richard A. Knack, called the series dead. He said he didn't want to write books for a series that was dead. That was a quote Damn. from him in 2006. Uh, and uh, for two years, that's basically all the fans got. So all the fans got were rumors from 2006 to 2008. There were some job boards that were open for blizzard saying that, Hey, you want to come work for the team that put out Diablo one and two. Uh, and then there was a really pissed off old employee that apparently like leaked some artwork and shit. Um, but nothing official from the game was announced until 2008. Uh, upon announcement, it was said that the game would function somewhat as an MMORPG and even single player mode would require the internet. By the way, totally unheard of in 2008. Uh, and it really pissed me the fuck off when I heard that. Uh, it pissed me off in 2012 as well. And ever since then, though, there has been kind of a, I guess, Blizzard paved the way for this. Um, 
the, the idea of the empty disc that you buy when you buy a physical copy of a game. Yeah. <laughs> like you get the game, you have to have the internet in order to play that game. Yeah. It's like, why the fuck did I buy this game like this? Um, and I think, I mean, there might be games before this, but I really do think that Diablo three was kind of the people who pushed this stupid fucking idea of like, let's make a single player game where it's on the disc. No, it's not on disc, and you got to have the internet. It's bullshit. Anyway, I'm pissed off still still pissed off uh the game was designed by jay wilson who was a designer of the warhammer games from another company and leonard sorry leonard boyarski uh which was one of the original creators of fallout so they had they were kind of the big um staff members on this game uh and after beta testing in 2011 remember they announced it in 2008 after beta testing in 2011 uh the game would be released in may 15th 2012 almost 11 years after they started wow um developing the game uh it would get good critical reception although it was initially plagued with server errors which i remember when my roommate tom got this fucking game uh, and that's all he would basically, that's all he would do all day was play Diablo three. And I would have to go to school and just kind of be like, I wish I had more than 30 extra dollars a month after my rent was paid to, in order to play Diablo three. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, it was just plagued with server errors. So like when you first got the game for like weeks, you'd like there'd just be this error that would pop up because the server was full. <laughs> And there's nothing you can do. I remember reading about those problems. Yeah, Tom wasn't happy with it. Uh, since then, Diablo 3 has received multiple updates, uh, improvements, and even an expansion called Reaper of Souls in 2014, which we also played. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, kind of a troubled development. I believe, at least I had heard this, and I didn't read this this morning, but I believe that... Um, uh, up to that point, Diablo 3 was the longest development time for any game. I think Duke Nukem Forever might have been longer, but I'm not sure. I don't think it had to come out by that point, had it? Uh, I don't know. They came out around the same time. Okay. I, I remember that being a thing where Diablo 3 came out and everybody was like, it's the longest thing ever. It's got the Guinness World Record or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's definitely the longest one ever that anyone gave a fuck about. So. <laughs> there you go. Maybe that's it. Um. <laughs> So yeah, uh, really troubled development. None of the original like head guys from Diablo one or two were a part of this game, which I think is kind of sad. Uh, and there's definitely like a tonal difference, uh, and as well as gameplay and stuff like that. Like there's definitely a difference between the first two Diablos, which are pretty close to each other besides the fact that Diablo 2 is just like a bigger version of Diablo 1 yeah. and slightly smoother mm-hmm. than Diablo 3 which of course had a brand new engine and just like it was reworked I think they said they actually reworked the game three times like they threw away the old project and restarted three times for yeah. Diablo 3 Duke Nukem Forever by the way released in 2011 and it was 15 years oh okay so yeah Holy it did fuck. beat it like but that. that's still a long time for uh, for years we're Damn. getting close with final fantasy 15 yeah diablo 3 is <laughs> yeah anyway um so i guess uh i guess we should probably talk about the the story shall we yeah okay so the game takes place in um the same world as the diablo series about 20 years after the events of diablo 2 so deckard kane and his adopted niece uh leah or is it leah 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 <laughs> 
uh, are in the uh, Tristram Cathedral investigating ancient texts regarding an ominous prophecy when suddenly a mysterious meteor, or they call it a star, falls from the sky, strikes the cathedral, makes a deep crater in which Deckard Cain totally disappears. And then Nuborius, uh, known as Nephilim sometimes uh, in this game, Nephilim. Uh, arrives in New Tristram to investigate the, the fallen star. Um, he rescues Cain upon Leah's request and discovers that the fallen object is actually a person. And this person has no memory except for that he lost his sword, which was yeah. shattered into three pieces. Thankfully, we played the second game, so we knew who he was. Yeah, so basically, like, the character has to get the uh, the pieces, but then the witch Mag- Magda... Magda. 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 Uh, she seizes the shards and attempts to capture Kane to force him to repair the sword uh, for her own ends. However, with an uncontrolled display of power, Leah forces Magna to flee, and she kidnaps the stranger instead. Kane, dying from Magna's tortures... Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Uses the last of his strength to repair the sword and instructs the Nephilim to return it to Nephilim. the stranger. I'm going to call it Nephilim because I've been playing Final... Or I've been watching fucking Kingsglaive. Which, there's a town called Nephilim and I'm realizing that's why I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> uh, so Nephilim uh, rescues the stranger, returns his sword, uh, causing him to regain his memory. The stranger then reveals himself as the fallen angel Tyrael. Uh disgusted with his fellow angels unwillingness to protect humanity from the forces of hell Tyrael casts aside his divinity to become a mortal and uh warn sanctuary about the arrival of the demon lords belial and asmodian and then basically it becomes a really complex version of diablo 2 yeah uh so from there by the way so we got Cain dies which is fucking crazy yeah um from Diablo one and two, he's kind of like your main man. And even now there's the book of Kane where you can identify your items. Cause really that's what you like Kane for. Cause you're like, yeah, identify these for me, please. So I don't have to waste <laughs> a scroll. Um, and then Leah kind of takes over his role in the story. She's the new Kane, the less interesting Kane, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, but then there's some, there's some twists when it comes to Leah and I think we should probably leave that out of it, but the twist is fucking crazy. It is. I was not expecting that in the story. Yeah. I was like, Oh, well it might be. Oh, I know. No, it's yeah. Okay. Yeah. So basically this fallen star Tyrael coming down, um, the, the, the minions of hell have been released back yep. in Tristram yep. and you've got to save the day. Now the story is way more complex than that. Uh, and the reason I say that is that unlike Diablo one and two, where the idea was like, okay, there's this dude named Diablo and you got to go kill him. That's the fucking story of Diablo one and two. This is, there's a new bad guy for almost every act. And you got to go kill that new bad guy. And in order to kill that new bad guy, you have to do this and then this and then this. And there was some like similar structuring with Diablo 2. It's exactly like. But it is way less focused in Diablo 2 than it is in Diablo 3. With Diablo 3, almost every plot point is a huge plot point, no matter how small the quest is in regards to the huge game that it it feels different as you're playing the game. Like it's, it's a much more plot heavy plot driven game than either the first two Diablo. Well, in Diablo two, you had still had the main enemy of each act. 
You did. They didn't show up every three minutes to come and like do a thing. To taunt and you. then you had to do 12 million different things in order to get to that bad guy and kill him. Yeah. And well, then, you say 12 million, but the game only took us like 10 hours to beat. Maybe. Okay, you're right. But all the, can you remember all the plot twists? Not necessarily. Okay, neither can I. <laughs> it's like, if you want to remember them, you can look at the wiki. Uh, but I, and I remember being interested in it at the time, but I mean, really it's a real, it's, it, it reminds me of what we've been playing recently. And I know this is actually pretty common with RPGs, just not the RPGs that I've played. Um, it, re- it's very classic, like tabletop RPG quest heavy where someone's like making up a quest as you go along and different things that you have to get to do different other things. Right. Yeah. It, um, it's, a lot of fetch quests in this game fetch quests that'll usually lead to a mini boss of some sort that will get you you know once you do that like 12 times then you're to the final guy and it's not a long process it's just really like plot heavy yeah yeah so i mean i would like to just okay i would like to discuss the twist but it's if you've played diablo 3 you know what we're talking about right yeah Yeah. the twist it's crazy if you haven't you should yeah um, so Schweiss, um, obviously I, I have mixed feelings upon how they, they did the storytelling. What, what did you think of the story? Well, I thought it was fine. It wasn't quite as engaging for me as Diablo twos. And honestly, it was a lot of go to this place, find this, um, take on this boss, use this item for the boss. Yeah, but there'd be full on dialogue sequences having to do with those things. Yeah. And Diablo two, you might get like a line or two and then be on your way. Yeah. And that's, I kind of like that more. I like the way they handled the story in Diablo two, even though it's very similar to Diablo three, where you've got the, you know, you've got the prime evils coming out you've got this guy and this guy and this guy and then Diablo. Right. But those are identical, but in three, you've got a good point. They they show up a lot. They're always like talking smack, telling you, "Oh, I'm gonna beat you. I'm gonna beat you." Killing off Kane. Oh, you have to bullshit. go to town like 16 million times. In yeah, between. yeah. There's a lot of going to town. I mean, there was a lot of going to town in Diablo two as well. But it was Diablo two, there was no story in town. You were just getting equipment, and occasionally you would rescue someone. Yeah, well, or you just get your ass kicked in Diablo two. Yeah, that too. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, I I I didn't mind the act setup. I felt like it was it was for the most part was balanced some of the acts were really short we would do some of them in one night and the first act we took a couple nights act two and three i felt like halfway through the act i was like isn't this act done like aren't we done here and then there'd be some other twist yeah it seemed like it was going to be the ending but then there was something else but once the ending got there i was like okay that, that wrapped up nicely so i felt like the story as far as that goes was good i liked the stuff with the angels and Tyrael. i liked the expansion a lot i thought the expansion was great and the uh the stuff that happens in there with with uh Tyrael and the expansion is much more straightforward of a plot than the uh, than this one though i would say yeah expansion is like okay this guy just took over or whatever and now you have to go kill that guy yeah and yeah, it's it much more like that and with diablo 3's regular campaign acts run through four it's much more convoluted much more and, and it's not extremely like convoluted like it's not like tw- final fantasy 11 or anything like that it, but it's still it, it i think it's bogged down in quests 
yeah. in, in between the story, which quests should be part of the gameplay aspect and not to me quest should be more part of the gameplay aspect and less about than the overarching story. They just seem to like clunk it up. I don't, I don't know how else to explain it. What do you think, Craig? Since you uh, played it. I don't know. With You've the, played it multiple times though. Yeah. I have. Yeah. What do you think? Um, well with the, I, I enjoy the way that they did it because it feels like the, even the little things you did throughout the game, like mattered in every way. Um, and like you said with the how you don't remember exactly how it happened i think that even like adds a bit to like replayability i mean you go back and you're like oh i didn't remember that or that was cool and you know little things like that it's just i I don't know i i enjoy the way that it was set up um like each act have feeling like its own kind of uh has its own story that you can like go through so it's like separated into like little sections so uh, kind of like episodic that way and it's really i i really enjoy the way that it was done okay all right so we got one guy who loves it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i i don't think it's terrible and i think there are much more convoluted games out there in the final fantasy series and um so uh, you know there were there were also very cool moments in this mostly with the cgi cutscenes in between acts but even then like the big plot points i think were really great yeah uh in this game and that that's the stuff that reminded me more of diablo 2 cuz diablo 2 all diablo 2 cared about were big plot points and especially diablo 1 it only had one big plot point basically. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but at the same, I think it got bogged down with all the stuff in between that was treated with the same height of emotion in the storytelling and the same amount of time, uh, as like a huge plot point would have taken in Diablo two. So I have problems with it structurally, but you know, I, I guess, overall I, I have a positive view on the story all right well what do you give the story out of 10 then i'm gonna give the story a six out of ten all right um just it it i i liked the simplicity of the first two games they didn't have perfect stories either and i wanted more emotion out of them and i think diablo 3 might have given me or tried to give me too much okay like it just tried to give me too much plot and not enough uh, of an emotional story experience. Once again, these games are based around gameplay anyway. So me knocking the story isn't the world's biggest thing, right? I'm going to give the story a seven. I feel like it did its job and it did its job fairly well. There were times that it was extraneous to go and do these things. And I'm like, okay, it, it, it made it seem long. It's like bad pacing in some, in some ways. And that's the storytelling because of the way they handled the fetch quests, making yeah. it seem like, Hey, when you, you get this you'll be done with the act so i'm like oh wow i'm making pretty good time which is i know it's a dumb thing it's like when you're watching a movie like room and the movie ends 30 minutes in and then it's got another hour and 40 minutes and you're like okay well the stuff i loved is gone long gone and now we're here and it just gets it just gets frustrating after a while it's like okay the pacing is bad it's not the biggest problem in the world but it does exist in this game and it makes it feel like it's taking longer and i enjoyed it and i thought the story was you know self-serving and it fit well with the lore there weren't any problems i felt as far as like the stuff from diablo one or two and then moving on to three i thought all of that was nice and smooth but there were times where the pacing felt a little off and it wasn't quite as engaging and as gripping as diablo twos so 
I'll knock it a bit on that. Well, yeah, I think it's actually the reason it wasn't so gripping was because there was just too much. Yeah. It was just too much plot, too much lore, too much everything. And that stuff's great to get into in like a side quest sort of thing. I think that shit is awesome. Like in Diablo 2 or Diablo 1, you would find out more about the world or these demons because you took a an, ex- a, a, an exit or a little route or something and then you're like, oh, this is cool. And they had that in Diablo 3. Yeah, they did. top of 12 million plot points in between every act. And <laughs> what I mean by that is, okay, let's say, okay, my, my job at the end of Act 1 is to kill the Skeleton King. How am I going to do that? Well, it turns out you need to get this crown. In order to get this crown, you got to do this thing. In order to do this thing, you got to do that thing. That's the game. And so uh, fun gameplay wise, by the way, because that that kind of storytelling does lend itself to really good gameplay. Um, But story wise, if I'm going to judge it on story, I don't think that it did its job in, in that aspect in an emotional uh player um going through this game aspect i didn't give a shit about the crown and i had to listen to people talk about the crown on this thing's head for like 12 million years well it was leoric that douche from like the first game and stuff so it's like well yeah but my job is just to kill him in the other games it would have been you got to kill this guy and you got to go find the thing to kill him and there'd be 20 floors and you just go and then you go kill him. Yeah, but that's like 20 floors of shit. And that's they not, just, put, not they just shit, laid it out. Fun. They just laid it out. And you admitted that it was fun to go do that. The gameplay was fun. Yeah, the gameplay like that, The good. plot was to go grab that so you could kill yeah. the skeleton. Game. I don't know. It was that's just, a simple plot point. It it's not too much in the plot point. It's yeah. get the get the thing to kill the skeleton. Game. It was get the that's, thing to that's get the it. thing to go to the thing to get the cane to get the thing to the, the, the no. material and then the ba 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 ba. There were like 12 million plots going on. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, dude. It's a simple plot. You just have to do stuff for gameplay to get through it. All right, what yeah, do you give it? But they treat it like huge plot. No, I, you, no, yeah, the cutscenes are just as long for getting the fucking crown as they are for, oh, Kane just died. <laughs> like, no, just it wasn't. as long. It was not just as long. And uh, that's why my eyes just glazed over sometimes while we're going through this game. I was like, Okay. All right. This is What do you think about the story overall then, Craig? Uh I think it was good. The only parts that I do feel like it did drag on were the parts with like uh Magda and um Zoltan Cool. Those two parts kind of felt really long, um especially like the Zoltan Cool part. I feel like they could have just gotten the Soul Stone in a different way. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, and then the Magda stuff. Like she, you guys kept talking about how like all the bosses keep popping up to Tanya, and really, it's it's just her. her. Yeah, she's the only one that fucking does that, and Uh, she does it like three times. No, the other the other scary looking guy also does it. Not as often though, but yeah, he does do it. What scary looking guy? His head just pops up, and he's like, yeah, the shit. I cannot remember his name right now. He's the dude with the the big head though, and he just all all that shows up is his head. And you just see his face, and he's talking shit. He shows up. I don't remember, but not as much about. as Magda. You're right. Magda's always coming. You don't in. remember yeah. it because your eyes were glazing over while you were going through these twelve million plots. No, I don't know who the floating <laughs> head guy is. That's just it. So the whole point of this game is go kill, and it just it, it and just you, distracts away. And then from you go that. and kill. That's it. Go kill and then watch the awesome CGI cutscene in between the acts. Yeah, the best looking cutscenes in the fucking world, by the way. Yeah, they do look pretty damn good. They look pretty fucking good. All right, Craig, what are you going to give it out of 10, though? Out of 10? 
I'd give it like an eight. Mm. All right. right. You'd never played one or two. Uh, I played a little bit of the first one, but I never did beat it. It was like years ago. Yeah, that's a tough game. And I've never had a copy of it, so, except for that pirated one that I talked about before. Oh, okay. So, so speaking speaking of tough games, <laughs> oh Schweiss, this game, how does it play in comparison to the first two Diablos? Like, what type of game is it? Well, I mean, it's the same type. I would say it's the same style. It is a lot. I feel like it's a lot faster paced in Diablo three. Um, everything dies a much quicker, even at higher difficulties. Now, when you do jack the difficulty up, you take a lot more damage, especially if you're playing the demon hunter class like me and you have no life squishy fuck. Yes, I do an amazing amount of damage in this game, like just disgusting <laughs> amounts of damage, but I can die very quickly if certain moves are done to me. Now, thankfully, I have a lot of life leech, which is where you take damage and convert it into health, and it's a lot of fun. But this game is a lot like Diablo 2 on steroids. Like It's like instant. It's very quick. Uh, a lot of things die a lot faster, especially when you have a good party mechanic working um, with the people playing. So a lot of times it was me and Joe, mm-hmm. and then other times we would have Caleb Craig in. Uh, Caleb was a monk most of the time, then... You know, it's got good mechanics as far as the character differences go. I feel like that element of the gameplay was more different in this one. It felt than in Diablo 2. Like, there was more variety um, as far as the classes go. It felt like, to me, if Diablo 2 and League of Legends had a child, this would be the game. (laughs) So you're just killing minions already? Uh, And now we played it on the PS4 version, so it was a lot less clicking and hotkeys, which is kind of how it is in Diablo 2. Oh, yeah. We played it on the PS4 version, so everything was kind of set to certain buttons, and you would just press a button, and then it would have its cooldown, and you'd be ready for the next thing. And it was very fluid in that way. By the way, I would recommend totally playing this game on the PS4, and I wish that the Diablo 2 had a PS4 version. I think that would be really cool yeah um i don't know if it'll ever happen but it it sounds really cool uh now with that being said it's it definitely has like it's it's almost steroidized uh, the the diablo 2 gameplay diablo 2 is kind of tough you only get one spell that you can pop up at a time and you have to switch between those things and there's kind of a time like a time crunch with diablo 2 because you will die quickly in diablo 2 if you're not you know ready for the fight uh diablo 3 it's very i don't know it's very hotkey related and it's very quick and the moves that you do specific to your character race are awesome there's usually like an aoe move and then like a super move and you have the ability to you know once you level up to a certain amount you have the ability to assign different moves for your character and kind of customize it that way Mm -hmm. and that's what i mean by it's like league of legends almost like you have your special moves on top of your regular moves with diablo 2 you had one special move that was kind of a pain to switch between and then like your regular attack so uh, keep that it's like a more complicated version but yet at the same time a much easier version yeah and i would say as far as the difficulty is concerned with this game i feel like it's a lot easier than diablo 2 and oh you feel that way now <laughs> when we get into the uber difficulties uh what are they called again greg the the torments the torments that's impossible so i mean the game is harder than diablo 2 but not in the difficulties you can select from the beginning right so first time two's normal 
or if there even is an I would have probably played it. If there is an easy difficulty in Diablo 2, it is harder than expert mode in Diablo 3. Yeah, it's brutal and it's it's not even just because we were playing together either. It's it's an easier game by far. It's just which easier. isn't a bad thing, but it does yeah. It does make it feel, uh, like you said, it's like Diablo 2 on steroids, where your guy is way more... Beautiful. Your guy is you on steroids. Kill. They're not. No, they're not. <laughs> they're clean. They're clean. And, uh, you know, I liked I liked that element of it. I also liked the bringing back the socketing jewels. That's something awesome from Diablo 2. Uh, mm-hmm. You get all of that back again. You go to the jeweler. You actually do these little... Um, kind of almost like little mini quests where you get them to you train them up so they can do better things for you and i thought that yeah. was really cool in this game where there's like sub leveling that you can do with the armorer and the jeweler and uh there's they brought back the idea of hiring mercenaries sort of i don't know if you paid for them in three i can't remember you, you don't rem- you don't they just join you yeah but there's they brought that element back which i thought was something really cool in two. even though i just let the stupid fuck that was with me die all the time because they were useless <laughs> your people were not useless though you actually kept on it and kept getting new people and it was the they were very powerful for you it's just a different experience there but in three i didn't really need to use them it was odd like i uh, i never really i there was a trophy for getting them and i was like okay i'll get the trophy but i'm not going to use these guys i don't need them i'm powerful enough to deal with this game as is there are times where i died and i died more than everybody else um a lot of times when you kill super bosses they'll explode Anytime that happened, I was dead. If I was not out of the zone, I would just die instantly. There's no saving me. My health is just not enough for the base damage for the self-destruct bullshit. And there's times where I'm like frozen and I'm like, no, fuck. And then I get out and then it blows up and like I'm like, fuck, man, I would have lived if I wouldn't have escaped or, you know, whatever else. And so stuff like that's really cool. I like how I like the way you can see the AOE stuff in this one. I don't remember if you can in two or not. I don't think you can, though. No. I think it's just they do the move, and wherever it happens to be, you get hit. I mean, yeah. you can see the acid on the ground and stuff like that, but in three, it felt more MMO-like, where you see, oh, hey, this guy's going to blow. I need to get out of the circle, as opposed to, okay, I need to memorize exactly where I need to go. <laughs> and uh, I thought that was, a, that was an interesting element of the game, and it was another move to making it easier to play, I feel. And I think Diablo 2 and Diablo 1 were much more challenge games. So, I mean, this is a different team making this game, and it's almost like a different uh, mental uh, outset. Yeah, it feels off when you're playing <laughs> 3. It felt off. off. Not that it's bad. Not in a From bad way. 2. So, I want to I try to just judge 3 on its own. But, yeah. Um, it... This is a game that's not challenge based. You, it can be. You yeah. can build up to it, but on your initial run through this game, your difficulty of expert once again pretty fucking easy in comparison to the other games. Now, probably a normal difficulty level for most games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is a game that's based around purely around fun. Yes, you can play when we did this um, entirely. We you can play online with other people at any level and whoever just has the highest set level, I think, is whoever you you go with um, if if you've uh, unlocked the difficulty level. Yeah. And then um, 
the leveling up is pretty fast. The equipment drops um, are even better in expert mode, which is great. Oh, yeah, which is awesome. Um, yeah. So you're not like dying for equipment like you are in um, the, the other Diablos. It's more of like a, hey, I got equipment. It's awesome. Let's let's do this thing and then let's do this other thing and let's go down. Oh, oh, there's a little, there's a door here. Let's go through the door and this is small yeah, little yeah. dungeon you can go through. And these, Even though, even yeah. though the game was easy, there was never a point where we passed a dungeon up that we didn't do. Even in the expansion, Joe and I did every single dungeon we came across because it's fun. Nice. It's not because we feel like we need to be completionists because I know Joe didn't or do Or we feel anymore. like we need to level up. Yeah, like I know like I'm level too, it was like I don't want to get fucked. I'm going to have to go into every single dungeon. Right, and I, I feel like did you skip any in too? I think there were a couple in chapter three two or three that i skipped i didn't skip anything okay and it's because of that very reason it's because i know okay this game is well with diablo one it was like it's brutal if you don't touch every single bit of every single floor yeah and so i almost i took that same mental i I took that same out like idea and i put it with diablo 2 i I have to do everything in diablo 3 it's not i have to do everything because you're leveling up so fucking fast it's like let's see what's in here yeah um and it's it's satisfying to go yeah. in and just lay waste to the, you know, to see your enemies driven before you. So there's a challenge aspect to Diablo 2 that's totally missing from this game with the initial play. Right. Uh, but at the same time, there's a fun aspect, a multiplayer aspect, a kind of like, ooh, we're going to press the button and it makes a little bloop noise aspect, uh, just metaphorically. And um, that is an exciting thing that Diablo three has that the other two didn't. Right. And I feel like the post game content doing the, uh, what are those things called? The, uh, Nephilim rifts. No, the little quest studio where you go back. Yeah. The bounties. You basically go back and fight the bosses again. Yeah. And those are fun. I know exactly where I need to go. So if I want to grind out the 500 bounties trophy, I know exactly where the skeleton king is and I will fuck him up every time. <laughs> and I, I think it's fun going back through and getting new enemies. And it's, it's a great way to level your character up. Now, leveling up in this game is way more frequent than Diablo 2. I think I was like level 25 in Diablo 2 when I ended. Maybe 27-ish after the end of the expansion. 27. I am level 70-something in this fucking game right now. I am sick, right? This game, the leveling scale is way higher, and it was funny because while I was playing Diablo 2, my girlfriend was actually going through Diablo 3, and she's like, oh man, I I was kind of disappointed because she's trying to get the level 70 trophy. She's like, I, I only got like five levels last night. And I was like, my God, five levels? I'm like, fuck, dude, I got one. And I played for six hours. I played for six hours and got like level 25 to level 26. I was like, yes, God, I'm so good now. And then she's like 67 from 62 to 67 in like two hours. And that's not fast enough. So it's a different feel there, but it's not in the way that it's super overpowered. Like if you, if we were scaling like that in Diablo two, we would just be destroying everything by the end. And it's eh, for the most part in D two, it's exactly how I like it, where it's easy at normal enemies, tough bosses and Diablo three sort of carries that along with it. Except the bosses are they're also pretty tanky. easy. Yeah, they're, they're just they're not, tanky. Yeah. Yeah. And occasionally they do more damage. Like. And sometimes <laughs> they'll have moves that will wreck if you get hit by it directly multiple times. I would say the guy at the end of the expansion. I think I died four times total. Really? Yeah. I probably died like 
10 maybe but 12. even in this game unlike in diablo 2 where like your dead body's there and it's like hey, fuck you you're gonna have to go get your dead body and loot it yeah yeah um diablo 3 is like do you want to just restart it's okay if you just want to restart right here that's fine yeah you can restart you can there just press the triangle button it's cool or restart in town <laughs> i mean you can go back to town and check your equipment and be like all right i'm not ready for this fight i have stuff that's better i can get rid of all the old stuff throw on the new equipment then go back to the fight teleport <laughs> to your uh use your friend's banner to teleport to them and then continue battling and i i like that aspect of it and it is an insanely fun game to play it is it's different but it's great and it's something that and the multiplayer aspect is even better i mean i've played multiplayer on diablo 2 does not get easier no it does not (laughs) i yeah it's and it does get tougher quote unquote in this game so it's easier when you're playing by yourself the enemies are easier but at the same time you're both doing super damage yeah it's like like, uh, well i'm doing a billion and joe's (laughs) doing like 750 million so when i leave i'm doing like (laughs) 1.5 billion now and it's like the same game so it's great in that way it's like flawless as far as the online interaction goes like joe drops the party i can keep going if i want and i the game just gets easier it's like oh a party is party member has left everybody sucks now (laughs) you know and uh the world just feels different yeah Uh. (laughs) something like that he says i can't remember exactly but I did. I did love the gameplay. I liked the variety in the characters. I am playing a warrior um, in a campaign. I'm running through with a girlfriend, and I like some of his moves. It's very different than the Demon Hunter. It's slower paced, but it's obviously more of a tank role. And I like the variety there, and that variety lends itself to our final category, which is uh, second. Yeah, the final actually. We play ability, and I feel like that is very gameplay oriented and i loved it i enjoyed every moment of playing diablo 3 i don't think i ever had a second where i was like hating it i was pissed sometimes at getting like (laughs) fucked royally but um it's i don't know it was a lot of fun it was fun it takes a lot from diablo 2 but i could i do have to say it, it is a different game there is something in the gameplay mechanics uh more than just the obvious things that it's it's just different um I do like uh, there are more aspects with like how your character can continue in um, in the game past yeah. act four and just like you're <laughs> you can level up these guys in town that are crafting things for you. So there's like a, a more MMO aspect to that crafting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you can just get better and better. And you equipment. made some great stuff from the, the blacksmith, right? Um, at the beginning, yeah, but after a while, the stuff I was finding was better, but oh, I would okay. still, I would still recycle the stuff I w- wasn't using Yeah, and just had him like keep building up his skill. And I'm sure at some point he gets you pretty good stuff. I assume I would hope it's worth it at some <laughs> point. Right, Caleb? It's level 70 stuff. Okay. You can have him make like legendaries and yeah. And okay. Stuff like so that. yeah, he's probably worth leveling up Yeah, in some way. Definitely. Uh, um, so God, yeah. Yeah, there was it was a fun game. It was different than the previous two Diablo games, definitely. But it's a fun game. Um and I'm gonna go ahead and give the gameplay I'm not gonna try to compare it to two. Uh, I'm gonna give the gameplay a ten out of ten. I had there was not a point in this game where I was not having fun except during some cuts cutscenes. And that's not the gameplay fault. It's story writer (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm gonna echo that i feel like every second of it was a blast and 
I am going to play this game again because it's fun. <laughs> and because there are trophies to be had. But and I want to I want to explore the interesting gameplay elements. I want to play as the witch doctor. I want to play as the warrior all the way through see his skill tree advance. I want to play all of these classes not only to get the trophy for everyone at level 70, but because I'm interested oh, in still seeing fucking it. Need that one. Yeah, so what about you Craig? What's your thought on the gameplay? Um, I would also echo the 10 out of 10. Um, go, go. I enjoy that game a lot. Ten. And you know, there's, there's just a shit ton of stuff to do in the game go, go. beyond like beating it, uh, with like the expansion and then doing like Nephilim riffs and doing the bounties and just like trying to get uh, a really high Paragon level, trying to see how high, like what difficulty you can reach in the Nephilim riffs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trying to get really high. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they get really fucking difficult uh, in the higher levels. Um, and it, it's all really fun trying to get, like, new equipment, uh, getting the, like, you can get the same uh, weapon, just, like, the legendary drop, just better than the one you had before. Uh, so trying to collect all those, getting all the little transmogs, getting, like, every little piece of uh, uh, thing that you can get, like, each little crafting item or whatever it's it's really fun trying to gather all those things because like they can add special stuff to your character and all the little uh just intricate i can't say that word intricate intricacies intricacies yes that word uh of like doing the the powers how like you know you get um one power for uh each little button slot but then there's like five different ones you can choose from there to like go into that slot and then five different runes for each power that like modify it in a certain way so you can really customize uh it to the way that you want to play and that's really fucking yeah there's some great customizational builds in this game like i've got my guy, since I got tired of dying, so nobody else was dying, and I basically have evasion and lifesteal stuff, and that's my that's my mega build. So my X move, I have the backflip thing, so whenever somebody's swinging at me, I'll just normal attack from close range, and I'll just backflip out of the way. I've got life leech on one, and then I turn that on, and then I just fucking pull out the R2 move that's just this machine gun thing where I'm just launching bullets at him like fucking crazy. <laughs> These bolts just flying out, and my health just jumps up and i'm full health again in like half a second that is another really cool uh, aspect to it yeah i also like that they added a pvp element to the game where you can just like go talk to this guy and then you just fight each other if you want <laughs> yeah i never did that you you did threaten me that might but... be kind of fun yeah, yeah. He's, uh, it's just a dude in the towns just yeah. go talk to him and you go into a pvp area and just fight each other that's awesome all right well um all of us keep gameplay 10 out of 10. Yeah, I think, yeah. It's, uh, I think it's deserving of it. Uh, design. So what did you think of the look of the game? Uh, I thought it looked great. It looks high quality. The cutscenes are probably the best looking cutscenes I've ever seen. Um, 
they look phenomenal. It's incredible. And this game's been out for a few years. Yeah. I mean, the PS4 port, obviously, a little bit higher quality, but... I don't think that changes the pre-rendered It wouldn't quality. change the pre-rendered, yeah. no. Uh, the in-game stuff, also fantastic. There's gibbing. You know, the characters explode, <laughs> bleed everywhere. Bodies launch. There's more animation detail in it. Instead of just looting the body, clicking on it, gold items fly out of their ass. They uh, actually, like, move around a little bit. Like, you kind of shuffle them up. And we're searching them for items. Uh, I love, I love the way. So it's very interactive. Or the the maps have certain pieces of them and characters. They 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 react to your character. Yeah, you had that a little bit with Diablo two and Diablo one, but not to the extent of this. No, game. you can destroy almost everything around you yeah. and get this little speed boost, which is odd. But uh, you can roll through a table, which is insane. <laughs> that seems like a bad plan, like a full mahogany. $2,000 table, you just roll and just fucking shatter it, you know. <laughs> Your dude is a tank. Any dude is a tank in this game. <laughs> and uh, it's just really interactive in that way, and that's something that uh, it's a good point. Diablo 1 and 2, not so much. There's certain things you can click on that are quest-related, and bookshelves and little tomes and whatnot, but in this one, there's a lot of interactive things, and um and like the traps that are all around. Yeah, everywhere. yeah, traps. That's another fun thing to do. If you've got a big horde coming after you, you find something that's like holding back a bunch of logs and you shoot it and it just rolls the logs and it does a shitload of damage to them and uh, things along those lines. But I, I think the the animation of the game, I think everything was pretty decent. I never really noticed any odd glitches or non-normal looking movements from any characters uh, so I can definitely tell that they put a lot of time into the models and the joints and the movement there. And it definitely doesn't look like a super modern game, except for the cutscenes are sick. Uh, it, but you know, you don't expect that with the Diablo series anyway. Like, yeah, that the Diablo two. I mean, we had fully rendered 3d by that time and it was still kind of it's 2d 3d esque thing going yeah. on and with diablo 3 it's like no this is for the game and the the everything here needs to serve the gameplay yeah. yeah and we still need to keep the overhead view because that's just what the series is and if you go away from that it's gonna suck um but you know that's and and everything's there to serve that. Yeah. Uh, so I do think that the the look of the game does a serviceable job. I thought there were some areas that looked really good, especially near the end of the game. Yeah, that uh, final area for the um, expansion was oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, that was pretty cool. Um, so with with two D environments like that, they do have the opportunity to make the environments really pop. I don't think the character models. I mean, they're nothing to write home about. I mean, it's not the greatest graphical achievement ever, but no. it does it does its job. Yeah, it has yeah. its own style though. It's not trying to be hyper realistic. Yeah, really, no, it's almost like a weird animated style that's yeah. really good looking, but you can yeah. tell they're not trying to be like. It's okay. like a Western cartoon. Yeah, yeah, it, they're not trying to make it look like Grand Theft Auto Five, where yeah. it's just real. You know, and I, I feel like that point. that fit very well. And I thought the environments, for the most part, although recycled from Diablo two, looked great. You know, the swamp area, the desert area. Creatures um, looked awesome in this game. Yeah, the creatures were crazy looking. They were very detailed. I would say um, they're interesting to look at, interesting to slaughter. You know, <laughs> the the death animations were pretty good. If you really rocked somebody, their body would just like fly off. And, <laughs> ragdoll which is always satisfying i could never get tired of ragdoll <laughs> and uh yeah. what do you think of the artwork 
Uh, I really enjoy the artwork myself. Like the whole design, uh, it fits together. Like all the demons, the weird monsters, uh, like the fucking zombies and skeletons and everything. Like they fit into the area that they happen to be in. Uh, like the fucking, uh, jungly areas. You got like the goat people. Oh, Jesus. Fucking shit like that. And it's like really, really interesting the way that like they kind of made it so like each area has its own set of enemies and you don't really see a repeat of like other enemies just like slightly better looking. Yeah, that's something this game does pretty well for the most part is uh it's just that i mean diablo one it was the same enemies for the most part they just look different like hey this one's black this one's <laughs> shiny yellow and it's like oh the shiny yellow ones are way worse but they're the same model so there's that yeah with three it was more uh it felt more natural i guess as far as the yeah. designs of the enemies um and what about the uh what about the atmosphere of the design like how did, did you feel like it lent itself well because I, I feel like it i did think it i think part. it served its purpose as far as like kind of the darker tone of these yeah. games i mean we're dealing with things like hell and stuff like that I do think if i'm gonna compare i do think that diablo one and two did that better i think they were better as far as mood the atmosphere and yeah. atmosphere and like color palette for what they're doing i think it was a little better in those games as far as that is concerned but this one did just fine in that aspect i uh, did nothing detracting but if i'm going to compare them i think it's not as good yeah yeah i still i still think it looked great yeah but uh i will give it one detractor um for design uh visual design and this was that in some cutscenes, whoever fucking framed the shots for some of these cutscenes, where like someone would be looking over the bridge or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember what the building is, but then you like, and then your character was below, and it would just be these awful care uh, like camera angles on these things, and it, it, just during these dramatic parts of the <laughs> of the game, and I was just like, who the fuck? Whose job was it to place the camera? Because that was the worst. Uh, like, whoever did that, I don't even know how to explain it without, like, showing someone what the fuck I'm talking about. But it was it was not good. I'm yeah, gonna, bad framing. Bad framing of certain cutscenes. Yeah. Not not the CG ones, but well, the no. in-game cutscenes. Um, I thought there was just bad direction, uh, visual direction in those parts. Um, so I'm surprised I, you didn't go off on Final Fantasy thirteen for that. <laughs> I did. About the direction, really? Yeah. I remember. They turn around halfway through the middle of a cutscene. The piano starts playing. Well, that's, that's different. That's yeah, the, the, the blocking and the camera placement. Okay, on those. That's right. what that is. All that right. was me di- complaining about the directing and writing of Final Fantasy XIII. But yeah, with this one, it was like a flat, boring, just kind of framed weird in the corner, kind of bad angles. All right. It's like, I know you only have the overhead thing, but just frame her well. Like, you don't have to... <laughs> You don't have to do whatever you were doing. It just looks terrible. Uh, yeah, that's all I got for for design. I, I give it, I give it a nine out of ten. Okay, because there was just a couple cutscenes that really fucking pissed me off. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a ten. I didn't have any problems with the design. I okay. felt like it fit. Um, I do agree that Diablo 2's mood was probably a little better, but I feel like the ending to this game and Diablo with tits phenomenal. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's, what, what else that's can a I good say? point. Yeah, Diablo looked a little odd, but very still intimidating to me. Kind of oh, oddly gangly. There's the and reason that he looks that way. I know, yeah. and and I accept she, that. 
she and i accept that and it was crazy <laughs> but um no it's still a he it's just he with tits what do you give what do you give he with it tits out of 10 uh i give he with tits a 10 out of 10 10 all out right. of 10 all right caleb's a 10 yeah, i love those moves on diablo okay sound and music so real quick about sound they did take some sounds from the other games so you did feel like you were still part of diablo universe you know um and there was a lot more voice acting in this game than was in the previous games and i think with the exception of one person who had really fucking flat delivery oh yeah the person that was uh (laughs) freaking Oh, Padme from yes from uh, Star Wars, <laughs> uh, dude. Oh yeah, the but uh, she the was Emperor. like the the not not Padme, but the uh, Queen Amidala. Queen Amidala, yes, that's the line delivery. She looked like her too. That character was annoying. <laughs> it's a little boy. <laughs> it's the Emperor. Oh, is it a boy? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't tell you Why? that voice. How could I tell? What? Yeah, that was a really uh, lame voice actor. <laughs> And they should never work again. There were some really good voice actors on top no, of that. No, yeah, well. there were some great ones. Uh, that there was a guy whose voice, I was like, I fucking know that voice. And I had to look up the guy online. I was like, I did know that voice. Oh, yeah, the uh, yeah. the Chinese guy. Yeah, the Chinese Covered guy. Shen. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And I was like, I know that voice. And it, he was in... He was in some movies Mulan. I've seen. He was yeah, in, it was yeah. Mulan. Mulan right. and, uh, and Kung, Fu, Kung, Panda. Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, so, he yeah. was great. He was actually really good. And <laughs> I was actually I was thinking that, and then Joe was like, "Wow, this guy's like an amazing voice actor." And I was like, "Yeah, I know. It's a weird thing to <laughs> while you're playing a game to just sit back and be like, wow, this is this is well done right here.' Because normally it's like this either is not well done. Yeah, it's either <laughs> shit or it's like just passable. And th- that guy was pretty <laughs> legit. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. And as far as the sound goes, I felt like most of it, except for that one Queen Amidala on the voice acting was great. Um, so I, I give the sound a four out of five because of that really flat performance. Yeah. Um, and it was enough to take me out of the game. So I'm giving it a four out of five there. Now music, uh, and what did you, what did you, what, real quick? What did you think about sound? Sorry, I didn't ask you. Uh, sound basically the same. Okay. The, only the voice acting of the Emperor Kid was like weird to me in any way. Okay. okay. Uh, what did you think about the music? Uh, I didn't really have any problems with it. Why? You have problems with it? No, I'm asking. That's yeah, because we're reviewing all. the game. Is why. <laughs> well, I didn't have any problems why? with it. This I fucking guy. Well, yeah, I want to know because he like has a weird. He had a weird look on his face where he's asking yeah, me about the, the looks about the music. Anyway, yeah, the I feel like the music was pretty good. It had like it captured kind of like each zone that uh, people went in. Like uh, each dungeon kind of had its own kind of weird sound and feel. So uh, I I really enjoyed both aspects of sound. All right, I also am in a dock for that shitty voice acting and the music in this game was good where it was now there was something that we both noticed while we were playing there's a lot of areas that don't really have much music in it which is weird for diablo because there's always something going on in the background like when you get deeper into diablo one and it starts getting that like sweet drum beat going on in the background it's like 
it's like the whole time and it's <laughs> epic and it's like foreboding and dark and deep and like bassy and it's good and in this one there were many dungeons where there just it there's like no music almost this hmm. sounds like temp music i'm gonna go ahead and say and i know i don't think this music is special in any way in this so i'm not gonna give it a 10 out of 10 i'm sorry <laughs> uh, but this music i think is very mmo-y and it's placed like an mmo so in other words, you're not supposed to notice it. It just occasionally there's music and it's really like bland fantasy game music. Yeah. It's really kind of middle ground. It doesn't do anything bad, but it doesn't really like make the game any better. Uh, I well, don't know. I would disagree with one, one track. I think the, yeah, there new- was one track that you were really impressed with. I know that you have a track that you really liked, but there's that one. And then there's the, uh, Tristram theme that they've redone in one, two and three now where it's like the like open chord thing. Yeah. Yeah. That, that one was cool. And I like that they keep returning to that, even though this one wasn't as interesting as the other one. It's also really low in the mix. Yeah. It's like quiet, quiet. You can barely hear it when you're in town. So it's almost like we're not supposed to notice the music. Yeah. Which is stupid. It's odd <laughs> for the series. Honestly, it's people who think you're not supposed mm-hmm. to notice. I like, I, that's like the new thing now. And in fact, I, I saw a video on YouTube about the Marvel movies and, uh, the every, every frame of painting guy was going around like, can you hum the Harry Potter theme? And they were, they all hum the Harry Potter theme. He's like, can you hum James Bond? They all hum James Bond. And he's like, can you hum Star Wars? They all hum Star Wars. He's like, can you hum anything from a Marvel movie? And everybody was like, they couldn't, they just couldn't think of anything. Yeah. And it's like the, 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 the style now with the exception of like some Hans Zimmer stuff, the style now seems to be, Oh, the soundtrack needs to not be noticeable. It's the same with games though. Now it's like the soundtrack needs to not be noticeable. And it's like, who said that? What? <laughs> like who decided uh, that was the thing? Yeah. I don't mind that. I don't mind it. The sound being like, a taking a background to like oh but like uh, interesting things adds. but but there are times when sound does add like in the when we were watching uh dark knight rises in the in the imax and they had like the the sound like the music going along and then like certain parts of it were like when uh batman and bane were like hitting each other like the music and the sound together were just like making it more impactful and you could yeah. like feel the like, punches. Yeah, you notice the music, but you're still it's invested like, in, this, in the story. Yeah. And I would say the same thing with the games. Like, I don't think there's there's some classic games like Zelda or fucking Mario. Like, it wouldn't be the same without the soundtrack, right? It yeah. wouldn't be the same. Yeah, but then... And with Diablo 1 and 2, it wouldn't be the same without the soundtrack. And Diablo 3 is really fucking middle ground. Well, you gotta... You, like, some, some soundtracks... comparing, it's totally forgettable. Yeah, but it's the reason that I would say that, like, uh, not having a strong uh, soundtrack for the purpose of being, like, it background... have a 5 out of is, 5 soundtrack. I know. I'm just <laughs> saying that the reason for that would be to avoid something like Final Fantasy VIII <laughs> and several tracks being complete too much, attractions, too much, too yeah. much, and it's always there, it's always playing, and it's very noticeable that's true and And, uematsu is in your face about it yeah and that's something that people would want to avoid with the soundtrack i mean now you can get like really amazing soundtracks that like add to the game and stuff like that but like if they could really find one 
and they kind of were going for an MMO kind they of feel. They restarted the game three times, so they didn't like a soundtrack. They were, they they were going for they were going for an MMO feel, and they felt like the MMO soundtrack was what yes. they kind of wanted MMO for it. feel. Let's make the soundtrack as forgettable as possible. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I know that's I know that's what the thing is that they're doing. I don't personally enjoy it. I would like to be able to notice that there's Yeah, music. I mean going along with what you said earlier, like I like music. I fucking like We music. can duplicate the the <laughs> Tristram theme from Diablo One. It's very mo- moody and it's like it adds to the game in a way and yeah. it's almost like I know I'm in this Admittedly, game we because did, that sound came up. We did go back to Tristram a billion times and that is the theme of that <laughs> I area. I would remember it well, anyway. Also, you probably would, yeah, yeah. It's just one of the main guys for sound left to go do Dortlight. Exactly. So, so maybe that's why. Well, that's why yeah, we're That's why it doesn't distracted. follow the same kind of thing. Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if the composer it's one of the reasons anyway. He might have. I I think he probably I think did. one of those yeah. guys yeah. isn't even near. I think one of the guys in there was the composer. All right. So. Uh, okay. Well, what are you going to give sound if and anybody music, wants Joe? to correct us, let us know. Um I give Okay, so I I'm saying sound is 4 out of 5, music is 3 out of 5. I'm giving it a 7. All right. Um I think I think the music was perfectly mediocre, middle ground. I wish there was more of it cuz it would have added to the game. But um yeah, you know, and it, and I'm not. That's not even comparing it to the original Diablo. Yeah, that's just straight up. That's I can't think of. A, I can't really of, think. It's of, like kind of eh. Like I remember there was we were in Act Four, and someone said it might have been you, Caleb. Someone was like, I can't even remember a single thing from this game. Like I can't remember a single tune. Yeah, I can't right now, and I remember themes from one and two <laughs> in my mind. It's weird. Like I, it's another one of those things that you almost can't explain how it's different than the others. <laughs> But it is in this way we can't explain. Okay. It. I, I only played. I re, I played Far Cry Primal once, right? Once mm-hmm. time, one time through. I can still remember the music that plays during the one boss fight. That was really cool. Yeah, the, the karate one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking amazing yeah. is what that was. So I enjoyed that song a lot. So when I, I was like, good music can add to a game, and you don't necessarily have to return to the spot over and over again for it to affect yeah. you. This this game. It, it just kind of like, well, let's put our temp fa- uh, generic fantasy music track and underneath. Well, I don't mind it for like most areas because like the when you're just walking around, you don't want something to be like overly powerful. Like with Final Fantasy yeah. VIII, like I mentioned that the really annoying fucking town thing. But anyway, like the worry that music usually adds to the game is when it's like at really like exciting moments like we were talking about how the karate theme came on during like a huge boss fight like one of the yeah. ending boss fights yeah and I'm probably not like, the only one that wanted to just go put on a loincloth and go live in the wilderness yeah like this <laughs> was fucking it was really awesome and that is a point the loincloth is where really the thing that sells it <laughs> yeah where uh, music enhances the game but like it doesn't really do that anymore else except for it those like really huge moments where they put those huge themes in there for that because otherwise it's just a really awesome soundtrack for like no reason i would rather have a really awesome soundtrack for no reason than have a really mediocre (laughs) soundtrack for reasons i wouldn't though because (laughs) if you have a really awesome soundtrack and then you have a really awesome soundtrack in a boss thing then it's like oh well it's just the same as the other one. Bullshit. I Bullshit. I, I didn't feel, feel that way at all playing FS. We played the okay, so me and Caleb at least really fucking love the music from the last Doom game. 
Yeah, it's uh, fucking awesome. And it would play the same thing every time you've, you've gotten to certain fights with certain things. It would play a certain track. Yeah. This doesn't mean that the other ones aren't well, awesome, too. Those, oh, they're yeah. all fucking awesome. <laughs> they're all, like, adrenaline-boosting things. But, like, yeah. when you're playing an RPG and you're just grinding out shit, like, what's the point of having amazing I can song? remember the music from Fable, Caleb. I can, re- <laughs> I, I can remember yeah. the music from most of the... I remember music pretty well. Like, that's, like, the one fucking thing I can remember is audio. Well, and it's, like... I can't fucking remember a thing from this game. I'm sorry. It's just it's mediocre. I I don't have the same sound was memory for sound and music that you do. So when something is stronger, I tend to remember it. But if it's all the same, if it's all the same level, then I don't remember it because it's there's nothing that stands out. I think it's and I feel like. There are more people that are like that Perfectly than people that remember are, every and that's song. That's why pop is so big. Perfectly yeah. mediocre. It's because like the, it's the well, catchy tunes that you remember and not necessarily it's something the same. in the background. Yeah, that you listen to to not have silence. Yeah, that's where we differ. I like to have big shit in the background. I like yeah. I like to hear the music if it's good music. Like, yeah. it's bad, like well, it's I'm not bad saying music. I dislike the music. No, I know. just like it to be stronger at the stronger parts. <laughs> No, you're yeah, you're right. You're talking about like, but it's not even that utilizing it. it. It's not even that. It, there's nothing memorable about Diablo Three. I'm aware. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, what are you going to give this uh, sound of music? Not even break? like the not even the main <laughs> menu. Like I can't even like think about the music from the main menu if there is music at all. I have no it idea. Was, it's pretty blaring, but I don't remember it's exactly pretty, the it's tune. It's pretty bland. Is really the word you were looking for? It's yeah. loud. Yeah, I'm sorry. I like, that. It could be a totally good composer, and then the whoever was in charge of the game was like, you know, we don't want the you know, music to be distracting. One of those douchebags who think that that's a good opinion. Um, and then the music composer was like, fine, I'll just make something really bland and fantasy, and it'll sound like whatever. <laughs> I like dude I've never played Skyrim I totally know the Skyrim theme yeah yeah it's good stuff it is good stuff you're right and it enhances the game because you have some emotional connection via the music yeah. I and you get none of that with this game if, if, like I like I liked this game a lot as you can see with my scores yeah that was just one area that I think it was just totally middle ground bland and I kind of agree with you. As much as I enjoy like the voice acting, and I thought the music was okay, it is not the best. What are you going to score it then? Also a seven. Look at that. He was defending it. And gave it the same score. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it an eight. Defending the reasoning behind uh, okay. not using like I'm going okay. right, to give it an eight fair. because there was never a moment where I didn't like it, and there were just moments where it needed to be stronger so it wasn't a huge deal yeah, for me basically but yeah. it wasn't something that taste wise it just left me wanting That's yeah it. yeah i would agree i would agree it left me wanting so i, I docked it a couple yeah. points for that all right now for the biggie what makes or breaks a game many a times mm. as that fucking destroy all humans back there so mm. replayability replayability both just looking at me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna just go ahead and start it off. Uh, well, of I'll start it. Yeah, I'll start it out by saying it's a perfect ten on replayability. Um, you play through the game and then you unlock a lot higher difficulties, making it so you can play it again. There's uh, a hardcore mode which makes it so if you die, that is fucking it for your character. Uh, which I do have a hardcore playthrough. I'm like halfway through it. It's fucking hard because it's fucking scary as shit. 
You should just uh, have other people play with you that aren't like I want. And they'll get ahead of you. I and, want to do kill that. some guys. I want to do that and then so you much. Come behind but you can't. You can't play with people that aren't playing hardcore characters. Well, I'm saying you just like you trade off each time. Just like yeah, it's like <laughs> who playing, goes ahead uh, into the fray, and then it's like okay, I'm the one who has to survive this game. Yeah, it's like playing <laughs> golf with like best shot rules. Everyone <laughs> takes a swing, and they just take whatever one's the best, and then you work on that. But y'all just take turns. <laughs> I go up. I kill. All right, your turn. You go up. Everyone hits. We all go. Or can't uh, you guys just be OP or something like leveling up like crazy? And uh, I am trying to level oh, them okay. up like crazy because that is the only way that I feel I will survive. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, yeah, we will survive. We will survive. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then there's also <laughs> there's also like when you beat the game, it opens up like the a lot of like end game stuff where you can go to do like the bounties that Caleb and I were talking about earlier and the Nephilim rifts, which are basically just like portals where you kill a bunch of shit. Uh, then you fight a big, powerful boss. Uh, and like with that, you just try to get higher and higher in difficulties, uh, trying to get better equipment to run through those because they get fucking difficult is that how you're able to play it on those super hard modes by leveling up your paragon and stuff oh yeah yeah i'm like paragon almost 300 because joe and i tried (laughs) on the fuck what are they called again the nephilim rifts or the the higher difficulties the The torments torment six gustos (laughs) two shots and dead yeah there's no avoiding it either there's no way i can get out of the way you must have to have super equipment yeah you you do you have to have insane equipment i barely have been getting that because uh, i've been playing with some forum um members that have helped me get higher and higher levels and better and better stuff so it's like it's it's amazing at those levels because and he just fucking plows through the shit and i'm just like oh okay i guess i'll be support for you Uh, well, you plow through the shit. Yeah. yeah just fucking. I like, that. I like that term, plowing yeah. through the shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's a demon hunter like Caleb, but instead of using the machine gun, it's like a uh, fucking fuck ton of rockets. Yeah. So. A fuck ton of rockets. That's yeah. Good. It shit. is good. Yeah. It's good. Plowing through the shit with a fucking fuck ton of rockets. Yep. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> it hey, is. Hey, is that your mom? No. Um, okay. I'm going to go ahead and give replayability a 10 as well, because you know what happened at the end of Act 4? What? It's time to continue. Yeah, there was no question of, should we do the expansion? It's like, hey, when are you going to get on for the expansion? (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? I was like, at the beginning of the game, I was like, I don't know. I'll just beat the game. I don't know if I'll do the expansion, because that's Joe Core. (laughs) <laughs> or the Goliath Core or whatever they're coming up with now. Uh, whatever and, the new the kids say yeah. these days. Whatever the kids say Joe these Core. days. The, the six people on Twitter that care. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the goal your core is just to do the bare minimum to do the review. <laughs> uh, and uh, I did more than that. I, I went all... I think I'm on level 69. Uh, and I also... I did a whole expansion. And I am excited to play this game more. I, I fucking enjoyed my experience, especially the multiplayer experience of this yeah. game. Um, there's obviously plenty to do, and there's plenty of other difficulties uh, to try out. I think that, like, 
I don't know. Honestly, in my mind, I'm like, maybe not play a shooter. Maybe just play some Diablo 3, like, over the team chat. And that could be, yeah, that it could be, be Sunday night or something like you that. You know, PvP and then running through rifts, doing bounties. Yeah. Like, all that stuff would yeah. be immensely fun. It's that, that gameplay, like, calls back to you. Yeah. You're like, I want to play more of that fucking shit right there. Yeah. Yeah, and you can skip through the stuff that you don't like as much. The story, the uh, sound and music. I mean, you don't <laughs> I have can't to. skip that. But. Well, you can have other stuff going on that's true and so that's i think that lends my score of 10 out of 10 as well it lends to all of that i think it's it's a game that i am wanting to play again i i beat it and i stayed up for another like two and a half hours to get a few trophies i went through and i was like okay well i'm level (laughs) 69 now I'm going to go do bounties until I get five bounties done. And then hopefully by then I'll be level 70. I wasn't. So I did like a couple more leveled up to 70 and then finally just set the game down. And I haven't (laughs) played it since then, but I want to play it. I want to be able to someday have time to just play through Diablo three a bunch of times because I think it's fun. I don't find any problem with the gameplay. I don't think I ever will. And for that, it is, it's a, it's a masterpiece for replayability. Yeah. So the uh, the game development times seems to triple every Diablo title. So I'm assuming we'll see the next Diablo in twenty two years. Something, yeah. Oh well, no, that's that'd be doubling. Well, no, it's, let's go with tripling. Uh, so thirty three years, years from its original release date. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. Right. Yeah. So we'll see. So you we'll guys never we'll 60. never leave. We'll never live to see Diablo five. No. No, we won't. Unfortunately, no. Um, and it depends on how many times they restart in development. Like how many times they're like, fuck this game. And then they make it again. Um, okay. So overall guys, uh, before we get to our scores, overall thoughts, look, I don't, I, I think if you enjoyed one and two, you will enjoy this game, but we'll probably be left kind of, you know, missing Diablo two, especially, but this is a really just fun game. It's a, it's a totally different outlook as far as like how you're going to go about this. This is about just, you know, have just kicking back and having some fun with friends. <laughs> mostly. I mean, they, they made it online for a reason. They were like, basically we want the online mode for Diablo two. Yeah. Only that to be the game that we're pushing. And so it's like, well, you know, you have to have online in order to play the single player. You might as well play the online version, right? And you know what? It's a totally fun, fun experience, and I really enjoyed it. Does it make you regret not playing D2 with me? Because it makes me regret not playing D2. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it is, however, the only... I think the only downside is, like, it's not as challenging it is kind of it has less personality than I think um, the first two Diablos had, mm-hmm. but it, I mean, there's a reason this is one of the biggest games of all time now. I think they said like because of all the different versions of Diablo three that's been sold, it's like the the tenth best selling game of all time already, and it's like yeah. what? Holy shit! Uh, this game. I think it started out, it had a little rough start, and of course, it had a rough development, but it mm-hmm. has now become uh, a. a much more matured, very fun game. And I'm glad I'm reviewing it now because, you know, there's been updates. Yeah, a lot of updates. Um, (laughs) So I think this game is totally worth playing. Even if you haven't played the first two Diablos, it doesn't fucking matter. This is like a separate experience. Yeah, it kind of explains what kind of happened in the other two games in a a little over. Story's never been important to this series. Yeah, yeah, not necessarily. And this one has the most story out of the other two. So you you don't really, like, uh, that's what I did. I didn't beat the first two and I had only played a little bit of the first one. I played this, and I kind of already knew what happened. So, 
it's about it's about it's about dungeon uh destroying and yeah. it's just fun yeah um so overall i think it's great what do you th- uh, I think so too. I enjoyed like all the little shit in the game that you can do. Uh, like, did you did you guys ever uh, get into the Whimsy Shire little area? I don't the, think so. It, it's a little area that's fucking hilarious because it's a uh, there's just a little portal will open up and it's like a rainbow portal and you go in and then it's just like this happy area it's like bright colors there's like teddy uh, bears so and unicorn, unicorns running around there's clouds with like smiley faces and you just brutally fucking <laughs> kill everything in there and it is awesome oh wow that does sound pretty sweet they love doing that stuff (laughs) yeah all right what do you think overall uh overall i think it's a game that's definitely worth playing and i think it's something that the uh the clan would be willing to get together with people to uh support yes at times i don't know when when i'll be able to but i know craig's always on there let's be clear (laughs) yeah (laughs) and I, I think it's definitely worth your time. If you guys haven't picked it up yet, please do. Uh, the console version is great because there's the dodge roll function and there's the PlayStation 4 functionality with the chat rooms and all of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's fun. It's a lot of, a lot of fun. And I think it's, it's worth every minute. So go pick it up and it's never going to drop in price again. Okay. What are our, what are <laughs> yeah, our overall sale like a week ago? All right. So my overall score was a 45 out of 50. Craig's was also a 45 out of 50 and Joe was a 42 out of 50 bringing the official nude clan raking or rating, excuse me for Diablo three 87 out of a hundred. Oh, mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty good. I think, okay, so it's the worst in the Diablo series, but yes. it, it's only by worst by like two points. Yeah, yeah. Diablo 1 was 80. I think it was 89, yeah. Yeah, it was. So yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's a pretty good game. I really enjoyed it. I think it's totally worth playing gameplay-wise. Yeah. Uh, there are some aspects that are once again lacking, but I think it's just a great game and a lot of fun. So guys, go check out Diablo 3. Okay, so as you guys know... We had some lineup changes, and we're going to be introducing a new review segment where we review a, a new game. review schedule. Schedule, yeah. Yeah. but it's a it's kind of a new segment slash style where we're going to review a game based on a movie or based or on other, previous media. Yeah, yeah. So like Walking Dead games, uh, Game of Thrones games, yada yada. If there's no. a game just based on a comic book, you could do it. You could probably do like Mortal Kombat versus DC. Like that would count in this category. Yeah, it would. Not that we're nominating it, but. Go. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right so the quad game based on a movie all of us will be playing pretty much thing. it allows us to play shitty games because we've been playing a lot of classic games that none yeah. of us have gotten to yeah and so some people are like why don't you guys play something that you might hate every once in a while and it's like well that's a good point but we are the ones nominating so yeah. this is kind of forcing us to go oh fuck let's let's nominate the the transformers game or something like yeah. something terrible all right, guys. So what do we have for nominees for a game based on a movie? What's yours, Joe? I nominate the classic game. Dude, you have no idea. When I first saw this game, I thought it was the world's best looking game on the planet. <laughs> and I thought it was the funnest game on the planet. And it got a little too hard for me. I was not old enough to play this game, really. And um, it does. I remember it being a little clunky the second time I played it when I was like 16. I was like, I really thought this was that great. Um, but you know what? I fucking love the universe that it's in so i don't give a fuck i am nominating enter the matrix yes 
All right, so we called Cameron up, and his nomination is going to be Lego Star Wars 3, The Clone Wars. An odd choice, considering the other Lego Star Wars games available, yeah. but whatever. I am going to go with Lord of the Rings, The Third Age. Think Final Fantasy X meets Lord of the Rings. It sounds pretty sweet, actually. Think another RPG review. That's right. <laughs> I've nominated an RPG. It's happened. Okay. All right. And mine is the Wheel of Time game. Oh! oh you're going to have to burn that shit if it wins. <laughs> Dude! Yes, Joe gave me gave that game to me years ago, yeah, and I true. played it, and it is weird. <laughs> <laughs> it has like literally nothing to do with the books at yeah. all. So this will be a super <laughs> review where all four of us will play it, and that'll be happening in like I don't know how many weeks, like eight weeks or something like that. Yeah, it's going to be after Caleb and I play uh, Silent Hill. Yeah, yeah, it's eight weeks from now. So, so our review months. schedule, guys, um, it is next review in two weeks is going to be the movie street fighter oh man i cannot wait get your reviews in guys we got this wonderful copy of street fighter ready to just be shipped out to whoever wins the review thing but we've only got two two to compete with honestly Mm -hmm. the the possibility for success is high (laughs) it is it is (laughs) yeah (laughs) get them on in you'll have a really high like even if there's only one more review it's like a really high chance of getting this fucking game as long as it's like (laughs) a good review right yeah um so you know keep that in mind yeah please give us your reviews and you'll get a free copy of street fighter a classic apparently i've (laughs) never seen it Um, it is a classic And then two weeks after that is Silent Hill. And then two weeks after that will be whatever you guys vote on this week. So, guys, make sure to go to NudeClan.net if you're not there already. And um, please uh, go to this episode, Diablo 3, and there will be the poll. The poll will be there, and it's it's, going to be waiting for you to give us your vote for next time. All right. Well, I think that's going to be it for this week, guys. Yeah, once again, nudeclan.net. Uh, you can go to facebook.com slash nudeclanpodcast. That's nude spelled N-E-W-D there. Uh, you can also go to twitch.tv slash nudeclangaming where you can see mostly Craig, but sometimes <laughs> other people play the games live. And if you want to do some live discussion or just make fun of Caleb's face, that's the place to do it. <laughs> uh, you can tweet me at Joseph Goulet. Me at Obsidian Ball. Me at UFF Podcast. Me at NudeClanCam. And um, that's all I got. We'll see you guys next week. Enjoy the nude. Live always in the nude. Fuck off.